But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today. It's Lima time, time. <laughs> that's good. I like that one. Yeah, I, well, I, tr- I started to do something and then I thought better of it. So that yeah, was that's... the that was the, the 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 mental handshake between like this is acceptable and this is not. So those are the best ones when you you pivot and give up almost instantly, which it's almost it, it's almost <laughs> unfathom. It's, like... it's almost unfathomable how you could be in locked in in some high energy thing and then literally be completely off on it the um, nanosecond later it's great that's that's a good one i call it the coward's gambit uh when you open when you think about opening strong and then immediately pull back so uh, yeah yeah this is it's lima time time it's episode 199 uh which you know what that means what does it mean uh yeah yeah i'm really into numerology it's uh it's a very (laughs) it's a very special number 199 symbolizes a bunch of stuff A, a new beginning a uh, much like a phoenix, it's also uh, something that I've read is the sex number and drug number in 9/11. It's almost 9/11. <laughs> if, one of the, if, if one of those nines was a one, oh man, something to think we, about. We missed a uh, we missed a real a real opportunity with episode 119 that I'm I'm now which 80 episodes ago had to have been what three years four years. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've really keyed in on that's very, very topical and current 9-11 bits that I've been doing that and the Hitler <laughs> stuff. People, people are really loving the, this turn that I've taken, which is the, just talking about the worst possible stuff. So hopefully I'll do a uh, an impression of somebody with Down syndrome later and I'll do just something that I'll just see if I can up it. I, I do I do a pretty good Down syndrome guy, but I'm not going to do it on this on this show. I think that's good. We'll, we'll, we'll save we'll save that. We'll save that for for later. <laughs> okay uh so it is uh yeah he's uh, uh the the phantom of barry zito i'm his acoustic guitar action the ghost of his acoustic guitar <laughs> i am uh scott hattiesburg Ooh, not, nice. not, scott, not, not to be confused with scott hattieberg but the oakland a from moneyball but okay, his you're, Mississippi- yeah, you're actually what's his name the, the guy the actor his, his, you're like the actor playing him his Mississippi relative, Hattiesburg, Scott yeah. Hattiesburg. Scott Hattiesburg. Yeah, what's the Guardians of the Galaxy guy name? You're Pratt. You're, you're actually, you're the, yeah, you're him playing Hattiesburg. Uh, whatever. That's stupid. Yeah, Chris, Chris Kratz, uh, Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt. No. Right? Or I was, I was thinking Pratt, Spen- yeah. Spencer, Spencer Pratt's the guy from the, the other guy that nobody likes. All right. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, a, a couple of things. Um, I saw the trophy today. Yeah, that rules. How is was it was it a was it a moment or was it so far removed that you're like I'm already on the next one, the cool trophy, but I don't well, honestly so everybody, I, everybody gets a trophy now. Is that how you feel like it? <laughs> I I I had never I had that's the first trophy. I didn't see the 2017 trophy in person. And oh yeah, so, that, yeah. And so having never having I mean it was the first it was the first trophy that I've I've been in the outside of like the hall of fame um it's the first trophy i i cared about that i was right next to the crazy thing is like 
we were kind of, I took, I took my daughter, uh, and, and we were kind of in a, in a time crunch and my wife was going to go with us, but she was like, look, if there's a line like out the door and I live firmly in Rangers country, I'm like, I don't think there's going to be a line out the door, but there may be more Astros fans than I, than I know. Well, they, they, uh, they want, they'd like to see one of those too, though. I would think that as a baseball fan, no matter what your team is, you, you as a Rangers fan, you're not going to get a chance. Well, that's that was one of the, those. That was the joke. I, I wanted, oh, my, my bad. Rangers, my bad. All, all my no, all my Rangers fan friends. I was like, "Hey, you need to come to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame with me uh, today, so you can see what a World Series trophy looks like." Uh, and that that did not go over well. And I thought it was I thought it was very I thought it was very funny. Um, oh, it's hilarious! It is very good. But the the thing is, like, I I there wasn't a line. Like, it took us longer to get there than it did to actually like like get a picture. I think we had to wait for like one family and the toddler that that the dad was trying to get a picture like it, it was not having it um yeah but it, it took like no time at all but there were people like there were a couple of people behind us and they wanted to get their picture and i i felt really bad about i i wanted to get in get out let them let them have their experience but i didn't like stop and like look at it like i i didn't yeah have a I, moment I, I, where I just, you just really just, have a moment yeah I wanted to be I wanted to be so accommodating and not inconvenience anybody else that I I I actually had to like zoom in on the picture uh so that I could like see what it actually looked like because I don't know that I looked at it for more than like two seconds. Like we got our picture, we got back in the car. Yeah, I I suffer well, I suffer from that as well, where I would that would have been the same plight. If I, I will not inconvenience anybody else, I will inconvenience myself to make sure nobody else around me that doesn't give a shit is not inconvenienced so I guess it's the same thing it's a plight that i see yeah, i suffer from if anybody i didn't think anybody's waiting or i'm taking a second longer than i should be then i get made major panic yeah yeah no and like i i got in the car i'm like i kind of blew that like this means more i don't know who the people were behind me but it cannot have meant more to them as it did to me like if anyone like they should have let me have like 30 minutes with it you know uh, I, yeah to, to caress it uh to to rub up against it you, you need know. to wear those creepy those creepy michael jackson gloves to touch it <laughs> feel the friction uh they're, either, they're only worn by assassins and pedophiles <laughs> and museum professionals which yeah. i've been two of the three and it's not the the, the other one's not the, well, the, the, i, I, I not do the have some one. i do have some good news for you though on, on the trophy front it ain't gonna be the last one playboy no no it is not there's a very <laughs> funny there's a very funny article in in uh the score it's yeah, the score. Oh, yeah, yeah. let's start there yeah let's start with the negative because i think it's we can end on a very positive note on this one yeah let's start there with that insane piece of i, I won't call it journalism it was well the thing is like the the guy that wrote it is pretty respected like he's he's he he's written for fan graphs he wrote for the the pittsburgh post gazette um pretty respected writer but but the whole premise was like all right now we're about to see the decline the, the decline of the astros has already started that's where that's where the viewpoint of the writer seeps in and it becomes stupid to be respected (laughs) yeah you can be respected all you want but if you have a bad take and a bad opinion on something and it seeps in then it it makes your article questionable that i mean that even come to that conclusion is an absolutely insane unless it was just grasping for straws trying to get something with a deadline looming which is probably the case that's probably the case and 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 anti-astro stuff plays too so that's yeah, gonna that's, that's yeah. yes that is exactly what I was about. like you if you want to get clicks then you take a, a big fat juicy greasy dump right on the astros and that's good <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna get the attention of 29 fan bases um yeah maybe not the 
Tigers. I don't know. I don't think the Tigers really care. They don't. But, they, they shouldn't. So, and one, like, one thing is, like, Alex Breck, it, I think it was Monday where you could see, oh, it was either Monday or Tuesday. Alex Bregman figured it out. Oh, yeah. Like, I, that was something special. It was the Cubs, but, yeah, that was, that was a nice to see him just dominate. And I mean, his the the big game was was the Wednesday game, but it was a couple games before that where where I I think I I was like, okay, you know, I, I thought he was back. He had a he had a pretty nice little you know five or six game stretch back in like mid April. We're it's like, the, okay, no, it's the pull. It's the it's the pull. It's the torque and the quick pull. That's when he has a stroke where he just turns on one and just all yeah, just crushes it. It's it's he only does that when he's locked in. I saw someone. And I, I wish I could. I wish I could remember who it was, so I could I could credit them with this. But someone on Twitter was like, "Bregman struggles at the beginning of the season because his the entire mechanics of his swing are so finely tuned that if if one thing is a fraction off, it's it's gonna it it takes a little bit of time to figure out like where is the fraction that's wrong." And <laughs> and he's the the micro adjustments you can you can overcorrect you can undercorrect. It just, it's going to, it's, it's just how Alex Bregman is. It's going to take, it's going to take time for him to, to feel completely right. And he might, he might go off for like, on like a three for four night or whatever, but that's probably, if he's not right, that just means the pitcher sucks. But to, to just like go off for a month, which we've seen Alex Bregman do that, that's going to take some time for him to figure out his, go to the video and get in the cage and try it out in, in a game and, and think, okay. And, and just sort of trial and error his way through whatever is causing the slump. And, and I mean, and, and I think Bregman would, would admit this, you know, more before us, like he sucks so far. Like it's, it's not, it's, it has been actively bad. It's not been good, but I yeah, think, I, sure. I think he's, I think he's got it figured out. What do you think? Uh, I mean, as of now, there's, there's no, there's no, you can't say otherwise. Um, I mean, didn't didn't we talk about how, or just we posed the question whether him being a psycho about the micro stuff in his swing, whether that was a hindrance or something that would ultimately help him? Didn't we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Where, where if you're always adjusting, you know, you're there's you can always find something, and you're never actually comfortable because you're always worried about what you're adjusting. Right, um, right. Yeah, and then, and with his swing, there could be seventy one different. 71, 71 different components that you're testing out to see, is this what it is? No. Okay. Next game. Is this what it is? No. Okay. I like that. He's a, he's a bit, I mean, he's a baseball psychopath and I wouldn't want it any other way with somebody that's going to be, that is obsessed with uh, figuring it out. And I've watched some of his um, YouTube content and with some of the, just the bat places and technology type stuff he's done and just cool stuff that he's doing. And he's on the, definitely on the, uh, on the forefront of uh, technology in terms of swing mechanics and cameras and all sorts of stuff that they were um, looking at. So that, that rules love to see it. Does he have a, does he have his own like YouTube channel? Yeah, for sure. He's got do documentaries and also he has it, probably the, I, dare I say somebody that everybody hates has a slightly better content in my opinion that pitches in, <laughs> that pitches in Japan, but. Um, and getting, getting rocked in Japan, which is, we love to see. I'll, I'll, I'll table my take on that for another day. This is a celebration. Um, it's the return of Jose Altuve. It's the it return is. of the base, the, the championship baseball team that we love. They're back. Um, yeah. So I'm not, I won't sully this episode with that. 
Um, <laughs> but I have some, yeah, I have some stuff that I've, I've that I've compiled that I would like oh. to just make people hate me even more. So it'll be fun. So we'll bring, I'll bring up Hitler, pedophiles, and 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 him, and it'll be a good episode. So I wonder what the. I mean, I know the time difference is is vast, but you should try to get. I'm, I'm sure he would come on the show. Like he's that, he's that much of a freaking dork he would he would come on an astros podcast god i see i mean i'm, I'm not gonna take the bait right now and, I, and <laughs> yeah because i because I, I did i did and I, I said this in one comment like i i did a very deep dive on not him everything everything surrounding him what was said what would happen everything and i i have i'm pretty confident in what my conclusions did so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll come with that he's still a, a jerk off but um yeah so yeah, back to sure. the cool stuff um i'm trying to think uh, what so yeah, what, they're they're back. What are you looking for? Are if Al because Altuve's rehab starts? I think there were like four of them, maybe maybe five. One for yeah. one for sixteen or whatever. Lead off um, first pitch home run. If there's no way that's not going in the off the facade. I think it's I think it's genius to to bring him even it's he's even ahead of schedule, but. You get three games against a Triple A team in Oakland. Uh, it's yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll get swept and not score a run this series. So we got to. We, we know how this goes. Even even though I'm pretty sure nobody can name an Oakland Athletic that's not an ex Astro, not one. Uh, I even looked at at who the starting pitcher was for Oakland tonight. I looked at it less than six hours ago, and I already forgot his name. Yeah, it's it's the the nephew of Mark Mulder. It's it's Jeff Mulder. <laughs> Not quite, not quite as good. Yeah, they have. They're trying to, all, yeah, all the the Ken of that um that that great staff with the Zito and Mulder and who's the other one? Tim Hudson. Tim Hudson. Tim Hudson. Oh, shut Tim Hudson. Yeah, named after the river. Pretty fun. Yeah. Middle name. <laughs> his middle. His son's at Sully, named after the famous Hudson River airplane landing. Pretty fun. Correct. Absolutely all correct. Right. We can end that bit. So yeah. So I'm I'm trying not to get too hype sweeping the cubs I, I was looking at that and i'm like this is the point where the it the schedule pivots and yes. uh, we we've harped on this but it goes without saying i'm gonna say it one more time the astros were two or three games above 500 playing i mean playing without their two of their best players pitchers hurt with a very tough schedule and like so i don't the fact that anybody was even concerned is is almost insane at this point the I think it was what, like Chris, two games, two and three games behind the Rangers who have had two. one of the easiest schedules. Yeah, ours is you know, sixth sixth hardest, and we're above five hundred without our team. Like, what are we talking about? I, I saw it was like Chris Castel. It's either Chris Castellani or Chris. Love Castellini. that, love that kid. I uh, tweeted out the Astros had played played a quarter of a season without Jose Altuve at a ninety win pace. Yeah, yeah, it was a ninety six win pace actually. Uh, um, from this month and yeah all it, it, every single team it was ah, i can't remember what the actual number was but in terms of who they played this this month only like the cubs and um there's one other series where the team wasn't above 500 or, at, or like at 5600 56% win percentage and all their opponents and were above 500 without their team like that's put that in perspective yeah <laughs> uh you you mentioned without their two best hitters uh, and I know what you mean. Do you expect Michael Brantley? Well, let's put an over under 100 plate appearances for Michael Brantley in 2023. I'm going to take six feet under. He's retired. He'll never play another inning in baseball. I love the guy. Shout out to Uncle. 
Yeah, th- yeah, there's just this has, yeah, I've heard this story before, all the mystery surrounding how the team handles injuries and just to have a yeah, like I'm surprised he has both arms still. They hadn't one hadn't been replaced by a hook hand or something. Like that just to be oh no, no, just a it's not a, definitely not a setback. Oh, okay, projecting exactly what it is. <laughs> it, but yeah, so I'm thinking he's just hanging out and maybe waiting. They don't have to, he doesn't have to announce retirement right now. He's weighing his options, but I, I would not be surprised if he does not play again, which is very sad. And that would, that would suck. And I'm not obviously not rooting for that, but I, yeah, there's just something about it that I, yeah, it's not great. And that shoulder what, was, all, was already <clears throat> fucked to begin with. When you, when you look at his career, I, I don't, and I, I don't know that, that Brantley was ever going to, appear on any all-time major league leaderboards but but i mean if you want to talk about like a career beset by injuries it's yeah. it's it, i mean it's it's brantley you other other guys that you're like man what if they're like Grady griffey Sizemore. it's like griffey jr and brantley i'd put him up there in that same kind of griffey had some greatness before it all took a turn but griffey before, before he went to cincinnati should have been he should have been his numbers were are already insane but he lost so many years with injury as well so Mm-hmm. Brantley had the talent. He is one of the best hitters I've personally ever watched. I, no, no hyperbole. Just uh, to call him the professional hitter. I mean, he is a, as good as it gets. I mean, and that's just yeah. that's just the eye, and that's just the eye test. That's not even looking into anything. And you I mean, look at you look at the influence that he had on last year's team being hurt. You know, he didn't. And I'm I'm going to say this, and and it's going to sound it's going to sound catty, and I I don't. Well, maybe I mean it to be. He didn't pull a Verlander and just go like disappear and rehab. Like he was in the dugout. He was in the clubhouse every day. Yeah. And, and, and hell, like I could, I could easily see Michael Brantley transitioning, you know, he basically, I think he transitioned to this role last year, but, but going into like a, like a hitting coach role. He's been Uh, doing that. Yeah. And you see that, which, yeah, it's, especially with like, you see on some, on Tucker's at bats, I said there was one I just yeah that kept that just comes to mind where the Tucker got his pitch and hit one to the warning track or something really caught it but it just didn't it was out or something he was just like hey man that was a that was a good at bat that was a good you put the bat on it like just that kind of stuff that's yeah that might even that might be more valuable than the 280 to 300 that he would hit um just in terms of with the young guys and then the guy yeah that's that's still something but I'm it's yeah still, let's I, still a contribution yeah. But yeah, but he's yeah he's a hell of a player. I mean, there's not there's nobody that will say a bad thing about him. Well, uh, and, if you're, but, and, I, if and I'm not. Really, hopefully, it's not the case. Hopefully, it is just he got it got inflamed, and they're just like we're shutting it down. But it's it, well, he'll get back at it, and they just didn't have a date to tell us anything because they're not going to tell it anyway. So I mean, there is there's as much possible as him actually going to lose an arm to some crazy surgery as him returning soon. It could be like, okay, yeah, he's swinging and he's with the team uniform playing next week. You know, you know, it could be that just as likely. So Brantley, uh, I was, I I couldn't remember what his contract status was. Cause I'm like, if he signed for a a two year deal, you know, this off season, like it's a one year player option, wasn't it? It's, it's a one year, 12 million. It's one year. What try that again. Uh, one year, $12 million uh that's it it's just one year 12 million dollars yeah that's a so that's 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 worth the flyer i'd say the the man the man has made over a hundred million dollars in his career uh 78 of that will have come with the astros which is insane crazy yeah 
Yeah, um, he's been. Yeah, he's he's been a, a part of the greatest era in Astros history, and he will always be beloved. And I hope it's not his last. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to make it. I, I was just kind of making a joke, playing on the word under. But uh, I do. I do had a feeling. I was like, oh, he might be. He might be done. To go from he's about to play and we're about to be back to he'll never play again is a, cr- a crazy pivot. But that's just that, kind of the that's vibe. Wild, yeah. That could, keep, be, that, that could be PTSD from, from uh, McCullers, too, where it's like, oh, sure. he's back. Oh, oh, he's never coming back. Oh, and that's the swings we would get with him. So that's kind of probably what I'm basing it on. But he's with the t- he's not. If, I think if he was done for real, he wouldn't be in the dugout. Like the, you'd go into a, immediate depression and also and, or what, do, doing something uh, or tr- some radical. You'd go to work, Magic Johnson's AIDS doctor in Europe, something <laughs> just. Yeah, something. So, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're rooting for that, but uh, we don't need I it. Could, we got young talent now. We're good. We don't need them. I could, I could see. Cause I mean, once you retire, you know, if, if you're like, I'm done, then you don't have to pay that player anymore. So if you're Michael Brantley, like, Oh yeah. He's not going to announce not, it. Do what? Yeah. He's not going to, yeah. He wouldn't announce. He wouldn't come out and say that uh, for many reasons. But I, I think, I think $12 million to have Michael Brantley in the, in the dugout watching film and, and essentially being the highest paid hitting coach in baseball that's that's not a terrible waste of resources like that, that uh, so i could definitely see jim crane uh and his assistant gm jeff bagwell um <laughs> saying like you you guys like how, how about this like play if you can but if you can't be there every day help us out we'll pay we'll, you'll get your paycheck every two weeks uh and and let's just let's just see where this goes because because 12 million dollars for for michael brantley's expertise yeah, and a chance. Um, I mean, not even a chance. The expectation of him being in the lineup, which I'm, I, I'm still going to assume is the case. And and I'd go, but I'd go even further. And I've seen definitely the opposite of this take, all strewn about the um, comments and message boards and all that. But I would say the same thing about Abreu. Yeah, obviously we're not we're not pumped on what's uh, what's transpired thus far, but he's. Somebody who's a uh, clubhouse guy, everybody loves, veteran presence, um, definitely has stuff to teach younger players. And, uh, yeah, anything productive he does is is good. So uh, so people are so pissed on that. I I don't know, man. I'm it's, I still, it's still early to me. And, uh, yeah, I will say he's not been great. But, uh, I- yeah, I don't, I don't know these, these, just these crazy reactions to that. I saw somebody just like, Bagwell should be put to death. For, the, for for both Brantley and Abreu, I'm just like, well, I mean, shut shut up, <laughs> you're stupid. Uh, some uh, a hitter like Abreu doesn't doesn't just fall off a cliff like like that. Um, you can, uh, you but know, I mean, it, in a month and a half, you can definitely some stuff can happen. Um, it's Major League Baseball; it's very hard to do. New team, new environment, pressing. Um, there's I a think million different things. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's lost the swing. I don't think he's quite done yet. I think it's just a matter of mechanics, and I, I still think it will come into play. Every, and once you start the, in your head where you haven't hit a home run, it, it doubles the t- amount of time because that's once that's been spoken into existence, it becomes a thing. Once yeah. he hits that, once he hits that first one, there, a flurry is going to come. I, I he'll assure have, you he'll have 10 and 10 in a month for sure. Uh, yeah. hundred, 100%. Um, but he's, yeah, that, that place in the lineup and when they're not hitting uh, Tucker and Jordan back to back, 
place in between a guy that can is still can drive and runs can still get a line drive base hit um and it's played a better first than um than i originally had last time ever so when i was upset with the, some of the defense I, he's pretty damn good first baseman <laughs> yeah I, I but i i understand i understand fans being frustrated because like why didn't you if to, to have no bat all glove just keep Guriel. like what like what? what's what, what was the point pull his numbers up Pull his numbers up now. He's not playing every day. He can't play every day because he, he is getting old. I love him too, but that's I'm sorry that Guriel versus Abreu is it's never gonna work fly with me in an argument. Not even. No, not I, mean, even I, close. I, I I understand that. That makes that makes perfect sense. But but I can see how a casual and 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 that's actually no. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, casual because you love Guriel. He's the man. Obviously, yeah, he's the best. But well, uh, no, yeah. that's good. I want to talk about something else late, but but later. No, this is not the time of the show. Um, I but I mean, like again, you the, the Astros are are two games behind the Rangers, who have absolutely taken advantage of their of this part of their schedule, which is that's what you're supposed to do. They're a good uh, baseball team, I, and I think it's fun. I think it's fun that they're good. I've been already schedule watching and stuff, which is fun. I they're a yes. city full of pedophiles, and I hate them, and they're the worst. And Cole Hamels will, <laughs> that will always sully their terrible, already bad name. But it is more fun with them being good. They're scoring a ton of runs, and they're good, and that's fun. And and they're doing it without Jacob Degrom, who is surprised is hurt. Um, yeah, but that's fun. Um, but uh, but I mean like. The Astros are are where they are with with no Altuve, with no Brantley. Jose Abreu couldn't hit water if he thought of a boat. Luis Garcia needs Tommy John surgery. Um, Luis Garcia, uh, wait, what did I say? Luis Garcia, yeah, he needs Tommy yeah. John surgery. Yeah, uh, McCullers hasn't pitched an inning. Urquidy's um, out till yeah. July. Like it's you think about what what the plan a was and now and then look at the the lineup and and the the pitching staff and you're like it's pretty damn good to to only be two games back at this point that's what it's insane and that's just a testament to that's how deep and this is where the astros as an organization and a team this is where they separate from the other guys that might be good at the major league level and or they have potential the the depth is crazy that even with the not as many high draft picks or, or people that have been traded away, they, they key in and they know exactly what their pipeline's doing. And they, um, there's always somebody that's not only ready to go, but ready to contribute when they come up. JP France, shout out to him. Uh, BLAT come in, giving you so, and then that experience in turn makes you even more deep when other guys come back from injury and you have multiple options to what you can do and that's why the bullpen got so good and that's why the lineup's good you got now Dubon's a competent hitter you've got jokes all these young guys it's in it's insane it's insane how the team is still stacked it's yeah I mean it's crazy it's, it's, it's it is insane like how how they're set up and how they yeah they're gonna those they're gonna win the west by 20 games <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be 20 uh there's no, something pro- pro- probably not probably not um I want to look at something real quick, uh, and I, and it's only just because okay, okay, twenty seven oh eight one. Um, You're just saying numbers. Numerology. Ooh, I like uh, how much younger than Alex Bregman is Corey Jolts? Uh, I, Bregman's thirty two. 
Bregman is 29. Okay, that's the beer. He's he carries himself like he's a little bit older. Uh, he's got the he's got the he's got the dad vibe. Uh, the dad vibe adds three years. Jolks is probably a year younger, right around the same age. So Jolks is is 27 and a half. So okay, yeah. Alex Alex Bregman is only a year and a half older than rookie Corey Jolks. Which shout out to Corey Jolks. I mean, they drafted him out of U of H, so his career got his professional career got started a little bit later. He's the man. Uh, but I mean, Gosh, I guess, yeah. What a what a what a, what a like. Yeah, just that, a story right there. Just a local kid is one thing, but yeah, yeah. It, he's is contributing, and he is somebody that. So now, yeah, it's it's so it's just you love to see it. I just I keep going back to I, I one of the biggest whiffs, and and I've been paying attention to the Astros for a, for a really long time, uh, and paying attention extremely closely for for a, a decent not as long as I've been an Astros fan. Um, I could not have, have taken more of an L on my opinion of Mauricio Dubon in 2023. Like, I'm oh, like, are, yeah. are we just make this harder and, and basically start the season 15 games back by, by hitting Dubon? Like, like stupid. Couldn't have been more wrong. So I, I apologize to Mauricio Dubon. I apologize to his mother, who I slandered in, internally many, many times. Uh, that, yeah, he's, he's legit. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I've, I've definitely already made amends, but I wouldn't even I wouldn't even give him the respect. I called him an NPC, random French guy. I wouldn't even acknowledge him as a person. <laughs> I'm like, he's not real. This guy is not even worth my time. To even I mean, I was so disrespectful and dismissive. Um, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, sorry. It, it, it really was, and it really wasn't anything on him. It was just yeah, me being a, a jerk. So like, nah, I was I lashing out about daniel bard hitting altuve in the hand with a pitch in the world baseball classic god that's that's, that's still upset that is upsetting just to even hear that speaking of getting hit did you see the the whole uh, harper and snell thing i i did not no i i'm aware of it but i i haven't it's it's been a crazy couple of days yeah well so yeah we, I, yeah i didn't so, know did harper get is he done did he get did he break it i, I don't i don't know well yeah so it was well, the whole thing was he yeah he I guess they they grew up together, apparently. So like they, I mean, playing like youth baseball together, and uh, yeah, he gets hit, and then yeah, Harper just freaks out and yells at him, and he's like it, it instantly like, oh my bad, and then they have like, this nice exchange, and then it was over. It was very uh, interesting clip. <laughs> but that would suck if he did, made the most incredible recovery of all time, and then his friend. Hit someone. It was like a full count, and it, just trying to hit him a high and a high and tight, which is like his only cold zone, and then hits him in the hand. But, huh. uh, anyway, no, so, yeah, no. that's, that was just random. Um, yeah, so don't hit people in the hands. The Astros no. are the greatest organization. Yeah, and three weeks ago, I'd have been like, no, they're good, they're fine, but we'll time will tell. Now I'm just like, fuck all the haters. What, what y'all think this is? I you're, think- in our, you're in our. It's still our world, and, and it shouldn't be. Nobody you shouldn't think otherwise. Score. I, I think that, that the, the Wednesday night game where you're down 6-1 in the eighth yeah. and come back and win that, you, yes, it's the Cubs, but it still had to happen. That I think the, 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 the lift that, that we all felt kind of as a fan base <clears throat> probably extends to the clubhouse at that point where they're like, oh, that's right. We're good at this, uh, and and there's not a lead that's insurmountable for for us, the Houston Astros. Uh, and they're walking up, they're like, "Hey, we're trained." Um, hey, uh, hey, we're tra- hey, we're trained. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, the, the, it's sort of a reminder, like, I don't, <clears throat> I, I want to, let's see, it's, it is 7.01. I want to watch as much oh, of this yeah. game as I, as I can, just because I want to, I want to see, is there a carryover? And, and especially as playing a, a team as bad as Oakland is, uh, is, is there, what, what, is this going to be murder or is this going to be kind of your more traditional, like the Astros play down to their competition and Oakland's going to be up six, nothing in the, in the second, because Brandon Belak is starting. Yeah, that would, I mean, history would normally, I would answer, of course, that's going to be the case, but this Oakland team is so terrible and we're so just good by default at, at our worst. We're so much better than them that I, I just, this is, I, this, and this is also the point in the schedule where this is where, yeah, this is where it all flips. This point, the brew, the Brewers are next, and they've lost like eight out of ten. This is where but they're still you in can, first. That, that's how bad the NL Central is. That the Brewers are still in first place for sure. But I mean, that's but this is this team doesn't really play down the competition as as bad as teams of the past. They beat the best, and then they also then they just do what they can to maintain. And just this is where they separate. This is where they get those. Yeah, they're going to be in first place by next week, and then it's going to be the the Rangers are going to be demoralized by that. They had to play out of their minds with an easy schedule. And we just just kind of going through the motions uh, right where we are. I mean, that's <clears throat> good luck. Um, I don't know. I don't know about going through the motions, but just trying to weather that storm. Well, they weren't and even weathering. They were playing good baseball. Like, I mean, they're was, above 500. So, I mean, I mean, it was bad in terms of. Yeah, this is where the spoils and the, just how good they've been and what we expect is an expectation. That's where this all comes in, because they. Yeah, there's some stuff to, to talk about. And it was fun lamenting a couple episodes, but um <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, it's yeah. Funny. Uh, it, it, you're right. It's a testament to to what this team has done in the last in the last five or six years that that playing at a 90 win pace, you're like 90 wins. What what went wrong? Like that that's not that's not acceptable. I mean, we're looking for 105 to 110. Um, we just know they were better. You're watching them and you know that they're better. Even though and then, and then yeah, the competition thing was something that I uh, I just I that's all the only thing I could harp on. Just oh my god, we're playing them. Oh, then we got them. These teams were all in the postseason. Oh, we got them. We got them. Then we got. I mean, it was just nonstop gauntlet of good baseball teams, Man, and uh, that's yeah. And um, and just yeah, to see and then to seeing the Rangers score fifteen runs every night really was starting to get uh, under my skin a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, yeah. We we'll get the game going. Um, I've got some bonus content that I'll add onto this with a, a terrible idea. I didn't know if we were going to get to record, so. Uh, me and a special guest did a, a part of a part of a show. And uh, it won't I can't, bring, I can't it, wait. Uh, yeah, it, it won't bring any value. So if you uh, listen for the baseball talk, which we've been giving you this season, then you can uh, you can click off. But if you, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got more more coming. And um, yeah, that's one, it. That's, uh, that's Tuesday. Altuve hits it out, and the place goes insane. And that's just what it is. One uh, one quick note: uh, Astros Astros County. The blog is back. I saw I saw that. That's exciting. Um, that's very exciting. I've set uh, up some boundaries to to ward off the burnout. Uh, but it, yeah, no, it's it's. It, I I need I I need that. I took I took a little over two years off. It's a pretty decent sabbatical. Uh, it's back. Oh, oh man, our podcast with the the information is now going to be good again. Oh, we're yes. gonna have information because now when you weren't bringing any information, then that made yeah that made me I, I can't I can't be a goof. <laughs> and, we, we, and then neither of us have anything of important like oh we both didn't watch anything and we're just like yeah i mean i think i just look at it box it feels scores. Good. I feel it feels like yeah, it's okay it's gonna be all right that and on a final uh note i 
man, I have a, a list of stuff I didn't get to. So we'll, we'll get to that next episode. Um, the Bluebell Dr. Pepper float ice cream is insane. And that's my review. You get that. Uh, I want to, I want to record. So I want to, I want to do a bonus episode Sunday, Sunday evening. Yeah, let's, let's do that. I mean, cause I, I do have a list of even Astro's topics, stuff that I've been, I actually have been paying stuff. Yeah. I, I didn't do any of my bits either. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that, um, we got to get to. So, uh, let's yeah, go. we'll do a bonus episode then. <clears throat> that was a, that was a very straight episode. I hope, I hope the haters, uh, hated it. They definitely, they're definitely listening. They listen every week and they're like, we hate this. So, um, <laughs> cause I'm getting, I'm getting the emails. Uh, yeah, we're back and, um, rest in, rest in piss. I hate when people say that. I just wanted to say that. All right. Goodbye. All right. All right. <laughs> Can't click the button. Yeah. This is going to be now. Now it's really anticlimactic. All right. Now you can rest in piss. Goodbye. I already forgot what the episode number is, what the show's called. I'm panicking. I'm panicking Skywalker. <laughs> Still doing dumb puns? All right, dude, come on. I'm, I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, what else is new? It's episode 199. The show's called Lima Time Time. It's an Astros baseball podcast. So, uh, let's stick to baseball and, um... Try to and try to reel this in. I, this is a, I already regret at asking you to do this. Yeah, I regret saying yes. I was about to enter, enter a high stakes Jenga tournament. What? Yeah, I play highly competitive Jenga. Some might say I'm a uh, one of the best. I got so uh, I got a lot of finesse in my Jenga. In. Where do you pl- play Jenga at? It's a big. At some at a pub where with a bunch of other dorks. At least you can admit that. I mean, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a. Uh, yeah, I'm not a. Uh, yeah, I lost my my train of thought. The Astros train with oranges in the back that I definitely thought were scary, spooky pumpkins for many years, despite the place being called Minute Maid. And uh, I wish, kind of wish they were spooky pumpkins. But uh, anyway, yeah. So my train of thought forgot. It's the so this is called what? Lima time time. Do I got to say time twice? Yes. You sure? That's a little redundant. You're supposed to try to say less words. Saying the same word twice, that's like, what are you, that, that guy from the Sandlot? Yes, yes. Yes, I am yes, yes from the Sandlot. The repeater. Peter the Repeater. There's <laughs> nobody called Peter the Repeater. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, I'm in a too bad of a mood to, to do this right now. James had to uh, had to bail last second due to some, uh, some stuff going on. And we needed to get an episode out. Uh, instead of just me doing one solo, which would not be great. 
um, I decided to uh, do like a cross podcast thing from the webcast and mass discussion and Lima Time Time and be a whole, it's a whole, it's a mashup. To what? I thought you were all, you've been talking about how you're all big on slang and up on all the words. What do you mean, what's a mashup? Well, I hear mash and I think two things, potatoes and that weird show where all the, those people were, were were doctor, war doctors or something. They're always like, they're at, they're in the, they're in the army, but, but some, I don't know, I can't, yeah, mash, that show. So when I hear that word, that's all I can think about. So mash up, I just I think of show mash, and but they're all trapped on that balloon, that sad balloon from that cartoon. Uh, you're talking about the movie Up. Yeah, where that old Jewish guy floats away. That's not what happens at all. Okay, well maybe I'm mixed up. What's the one where uh, a, a evil, vindictive uh, sea creature? Is uh tricking people and trapping their souls underwater? That's the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, those those trapped souls. I mean, yeah, they're I understand that they're in quite the predicament, being souls that are trapped. But uh, very scary looking. Why, why does your soul have to be all scary looking? Just because you're trapped doesn't mean you you're scary. Oh, I think well they like they I think they took a bad deal from the. The octopus witch or whatever. She, yeah, she's basically a, a just a standard genie. Like you think you're getting your wish, but they're always up to something, which is a very super annoying. Yeah, I was, that annoys me too. It's like, okay, so I'm gonna ask for, I'm gonna wish something, but you're gonna say, oh yes, whatever you want. Your wish is my command, and they are gonna kind of deliver that. But then uh, it turns out bunch of other unforeseen circumstances that you didn't think about or immediately thrust upon thee and uh yeah your wishes backfired and you're like wait this is this is worse this sucks ass and then yeah you try to fix it with the next wish and it gets even it gets worse and the genie's like just playing dumb and you're like take that turban off you're not a Sikh you bitch ass genie you deserve to live in that lamp the hell out of here. Dumb genie. Give me my box set of uh, Sopranos that I, asked, that I wished for, my first wish. And I want it on Blu-ray. You gave me VHS tapes. Bitch-ass genie. This is a baseball podcast. Um, I'm not even, I'm just going to gloss over the fact that you, you found a genie, number one, and your first wish was for a box set of The Sopranos. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a uh, mafia guy that likes ducks. Are you? Do you see a lot of those mafioso, duck-loving type content? Yeah, more than you'd know. Yeah, the, uh, ever watch, uh, what's that show where all those hillbillies were yapping? Riding four-wheelers and being racist? Duck Dynasty, yeah, they're, they're connected... Yeah, the young, the youngest one, the young brother, he's a, he's, he's a mafioso. And then also the, the scary racist Bin Laden looking dad. Yeah. 
Um, it's a different kind of mafia in the in Louisiana, swamp mafia. But very, still very effective. They don't say like, forget about it and uh, give me a gobble ghoul. I got a pasta, roni for a Cadillac. Forget about it. They they say different. They got different vernacular. But rest assured, they all own trash companies, and sometimes stuff to make duck noises. So yeah, there's a lot of mafioso duck-loving people. Smart ass. What are you, a genie? Yes, I'm. A, yeah, I'll grant your next wish. What are you gonna ask for? Friends on Laserdisc? Yeah, I might. I might ask for the entire series of Friends on Laserdisc. Now I'm the one. Now I'm in a bad mood. Well, yeah, like I was gonna say, this is a baseball podcast. So I'd like to t- maybe just discuss a little bit of baseball real quick, and um, just so the loyal, loving, supportive listeners can have something to be angry about that they regretted clicking on. Well, yeah, I can definitely help with that. Just give me the signal when you want me to bring up my war crimes. I'm not gonna give you a signal. Um, I was just kidding. I'm not. I don't. I didn't. Again, I I don't think I'm a war criminal at all. I'm pretty cool. I almost went pro. I'm a good. I'm a bat and glove guy. I don't know if you know this, but uh, I'm a I'm a big baseball hound. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know that you were an owner of the. Uh, well, I wouldn't say a baseball team. I'd say an organization that attempts to play the game of baseball. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, true. Yeah, but before that, I hit, I think I hit 313 my senior year. Thinking about going pro. But my uh, scary mother said I wasn't good enough. As she was working out her uh, muscular calves and glistening in with sweat, calling me a weak bitch. And then also, yeah, my uh, FBI vindictive scary shadow government daddy said, uh, no, you're gonna go to Yale, and you're gonna you're gonna learn some stuff that I had to learn. And we're gonna do something good with your life. And I was like, "Well, I'm hitting 313 with pop." Everybody's calling me Batman. Nobody, I don't believe. Uh, what are you, Joe Biden, just making up stuff? Nobody's calling you Batman. Yeah, I was. I can handle the bat. And also, I have an affinity for sleeping upside down like a bat. But that you don't find that out till later. I learned that from Dick Cheney. We'd go on uh, retreats to his uh, hell cave, and uh, apparently you gotta sleep upside down there. And uh, yeah, that's not hard enough. It's a uh, thousand degrees, and it's uh, a hell cave. So yeah, you can imagine it's not a. Uh, it's not the five seasons. It's the four seasons. Oh uh, yeah, I, I stay at the five seasons. It's a little bit better. Well, what's the fifth season? Sexual intercourse with people of age and consent. Okay, yeah, right. Hey, you, you talk that pedophile stuff with the Clintons. Yeah, murder, pedophiles, pizza, weird, weird, horny old guy with a saxophone. Yeah, that's the Clintons. If you're talking about the Bushes, you're talking about espionage. 
War crimes. New World Order. Or in my case, Cuba Libres and cocaine. Okay. Yeah, I never really... I didn't re Although I did uh, take advantage of some of the opportunities afforded to me from my uh, powerful father, I kind of always... I'm kind of like a wild bucking pony. Just bucking against the system. I like to have a good time. Have Throw a few back. Buy some... Uh, some booger sugar off of a guy named Julio. Why do you always... I don't believe that. Your Secret Service guy's named Julio. Uh, anytime you bring up a character, it's Julio. And then you talk about how you have PTSD because you... Kept thinking Julio Franco was a regular black guy and you were... Kept calling him Jack and using slang and... Constantly were reminded that he was Spanish. Yeah, that was... Yeah, really, uh, dropped the, uh, how do you say, uh, a baseball in, in Spanish? I only know it in Japanese. What's it in Japanese? It's a, it's a base of Baru. I, I think. Maybe something, maybe it could be something else, but I think it's like a base Baru. That's pretty much, if, if you want, Japan's actually, Japanese pretty easy. You just, whatever you're going to say, put a Aru on the end and, uh, pretty close that's definitely not the case that's just doing a racist accent which I hate to admit but yes every once in a while I will say dishonorable so but yeah that's uh, definitely it's not good to do that it's definitely not the language of Japanese agree or disagree tell that to my uh, my full body pillow Yuki Let's see if when I'm saying hey let's uh, it's time for Sexamaru. Dude, this is a baseball podcast. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Sorry I like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Well, I mean, rock... Uh, I'm, more of a, I'm more of an easy, yacht, yacht rock type, type guy, but it's still rock and roll. Okay. I'm not, I mean, yeah, don't loop me in with, uh, Barack Obama and his, uh, clearly, uh, stolen intern playlist that he pretends to his own. Okay, I mean, again, this is a baseball podcast, so I'd like to discuss the Houston Astros. Or, or if you want to, uh, say anything about a failed and reprehensible organization, the Texas Rangers, you can. Well, I'll say this. Julio Franco is not a regular black guy. I mean, he is a regular black guy, but uh, you couldn't you couldn't say what's the haps jack to him, and he he wouldn't understand. He'd say que paso, and I'd say no, I don't want a paso. And then he would say something about me wanting to get married to a cone. Say he said marry cone. And something about uh. Two Madre, South pa South Madre Island, South Padre Island, something like that. Spring break, maybe. Never could make it out. And I was like, no, Julio, please learn English. I'm not going to marry a cone. That's ridiculous. I love Laura. Marriage is important. Learn English. Pull your pants up.
you know, that's pretty racist. So you're doing a Japanese accent, you're not remembering your employees and players where they're from. He looks like a regular black guy. I can't, I, I, look. Okay, well, um, you familiar with the uh, Jordan Alvarez? Well, yes, last name's Alvarez. What, you didn't pick up on Julio Franco? I thought it was like a cool nickname. Like, oh, there's Leroy and... Don't say... Please don't say Leroy. Yeah, there's a... Uh, there's uh, some black guys hanging out. Oh, yeah, who's over there? Oh, yeah. Oh, Franco's over there, yeah. He's over there with uh, another... Uh, it's black, other friend that is also black. They're just uh, kicking it. They're jiving. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, back to baseball. So, yeah, so Jordan Alvarez, yeah. First name, don't know. Jordan could be a nickname. I don't know, but Alvarez, I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna lean Spanish off the rip, and then we'll see if uh, I'll maybe try, try some slang on him, but uh, I'm going to assume that he might be Spanish, so I, I won't go in too heavy. I won't be, like, talking to him about my ops or whatever. About your ops? Yeah, whoever's player hating on me. Yeah, whoever's getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy against me. Better not. Don't even think about getting jiggy against me. Because I'll. Because that means you'll be an op. And, and I'll, the one thing I'll say about my ops is. Stop doing that. Haters are just lovers in reverse. So, yeah. Alright. That's a pretty good. That's a good, nice little nugget there. So, uh, so the Houston Astros, uh, you've been paying attention to them over the last few years at all? Of course. Well, you know, my, my mommy and daddy were uh, big Astros fans. Always at the game. In fact, uh, here's, a, here's a fun fact I don't think anybody knows. Uh, I think my daddy attended 20 to 30 games after he'd already passed. And nobody knew. Yeah, there's a picture of him in a wheelchair that, uh, and he's holding the well, holding the baseball, and um, yeah, he had he had gone passed on way before that to the afterlife that one would hope is is in fact heaven. Yeah, he'd already been he'd been long gone. People were talking to him and everything. I think maybe his body was still moving around, but it was like a weekend at Bernie's. But he was also the the two kids pretending he was dead so he was like his himself but he was also pretending he was dead as himself a little fun prank what I don't know man yeah, he was still talking and kind of moving around even though he'd already officially had passed away muscle memory or something just mumbling and drooling but still wanting to come to the game so yeah so well, thank you. I'm sure the people would love to find out that there was a dead former president at, at multiple games that was also a zombie, pretty, pretty, or some sort of mummy thing. Pretty scary. Yeah, tell me about it. 
If you want to talk mummies, I got a. I'd like to also talk mummies if you. Well, this is a, again, this is a baseball podcast, so no, we're not going to talk mummies. Okay. You sure? Can tie in some uh, some good Anubis sla- uh, slander. I know you're not too fond of the uh, the Egyptian shirtless, dog-headed moron Anubis, and how he's got the head of a dog and no shirt and abs. And he's always trying to weigh people's souls and has a scepter. I know you're not too fond of that. So I'm just saying, maybe if, maybe after the baseball talk, if you want to bring up some mummies, maybe I would, yeah, I don't know. We could talk about how Anubis has the head of a dog and you'll, you'll be talking to him. And he'll be like, I got to weigh your soul. And you're like, hey, put Anubis, put a shirt on, number one. Your dog, why do you have abs? Stop. Give me back my ab roller. No, you cannot weigh my soul right now. Get that scale out of my face. And then, uh, yeah, he'll, the mailman will walk by and he'll just start barking and yapping and run off. Chase him. Or a, a person of color, will he'll bark and run at that, them as well. So, I'm just saying, so, I don't know. I'm not here to tell you that Anubis, the Egyptian deity... With the head of a jackal is a racist barking dog, but and he's an idiot as well. Uh, I'm not here to say that on record, but something to be looked into. And also the Sphinx. What the hell is that thing's problem? You're lying, but you you do riddles or whatever. Yeah, I hate that thing too. So yeah, let's talk some mummies. Why are you? What are you in? So in on mummies? Oh, I've got a new. I'm starting a new another podcast. What's it called? I want my mummy. Well, it was. I'm, it's a work. That's a working title. Might also be Mo Mummies, Mo Problems. And it's just about just mummies, or yeah, usually vindictive mummy curses, and uh, and then every once in a while, uh, hilarious uh. Just talking about wrapping yourself up in toilet paper, roaming around the CVS. Pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Why? What do you mean? Oh, I've, I'm also. That's uh, gonna. I'm also having a prank show. That's gonna accompany that. So I'm having the podcast, and then my prank show. And one one of my recurring bits is I wrap wrap myself up like a mummy and just kind of roam around. Groaning, moaning, and groaning, and usually non-Halloween times. So people are like, "Wait, this, sh- this shouldn't be a mummy." Uh oh. And it's clearly just you and the Secret Service around, and you're just moaning and groaning. Everybody's like, "What? What is he doing?" Yeah, that definitely happened a few times. We had to, a lot of footage we had to get rid of because, uh, yeah. He's like, "Hey, I'm a work in progress. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to be a better mummy." So. Check out me at my prank show. Gonna be fun. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. What did you have an episode where you popped out in Baghdad and told the uh, Iraqi people that you a fun prank is a this war? No, I, I did not. Don't think we uh, planned on doing that prank. So you're admitting it is a prank and it was a, an unfounded war? 
this is a baseball podcast. We should be talking XFIP, BAPIP. You know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a bat and glove guy. Yeah, you've said you're a bat and glove guy, whatever that. That just means I'm true to baseball. Uh, okay. Love love the game. I'm really into analytics and math, numbers, adding stuff up, dividing, multiplying. What? Okay, I, I will admit that I am lying about the math stuff. I'm not only bad at it. I'm. It, yeah, I don't even know what most of the even the terms even mean. Ask me what a parabola is. I'd probably say it's some sort of scary thing happening deep in space. A parabola? Yeah, I don't know. Three black holes have combined and they've ripped a uh, tear. And interdimensional space creatures with tentacles have now came into our universe. And uh, one is loose in Japan. And half, half of the city of Nippon has been uh, eaten by this interdimensional space parabola. That's so. I, that's what I'd say. That is. What's a uh, what's a net negative? I don't know. Uh, net negative is. You play tennis and you did something bad. And if you did something good, net positive. I don't know. Aggregate. Yeah, I don't know what that means. What's that? A farmer doing agriculture for the farming gates. Got the whole crop or just gates? Uh, yeah, maybe. Who knows. Don't even get me started on algebra. Oh, so these numbers, I'm trying to figure out a missing letter that is a number. So I got to figure out two L X's or, or to equal how many Z's are hidden. What? Listen to yourself. That's like saying, "Hey, give me a." Yeah, I'm cooking up two wingdings. Give me some bread for a, a conversation with the Lord. Yeah, of course it doesn't make sense. What? What? Letters and numbers and the same thing? Can't do that. Those two different things. Can't have a ghost letter that's a number. So yeah, so I don't... Advanced analytics, I, I like saying the terms, but I don't... In, term, in terms of calculating, yeah, you tell me a guy seven for seven, and I'll say, yeah, that's that show with the, with the church guy. But in terms of calculating whatever that means, I, I, yeah, if a guy's seven for seven, he's hitting two with seven to two. And you're telling me there's a decimal in front of that, so yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what a percentage is. Okay, we get it. You you don't know math very well. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. There's one thing I definitely took advantage of my FBI scary vindictive daddy in powerful positions to get me through some of those math classes I yeah and now I'm kind of scared I, the parabola thing kind of scared me are you sure the parabolas aren't scary tentacled interdimensional space creatures I mean I can't rule that out but no I don't, I don't think I don't think that's the case okay what about a integer uh, excuse me uh Please don't say a sl this is a baseball podcast. You can't say slurs like that. It's integer. We prefer integer. 
Please don't use hard R's in this show. Integer. Are you crazy? It's 2023. W? Yeah, my bad. Sorry, yeah. To all my, to all the integers that were, uh, that I offended, my bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, my bad. I, I should never, hard R. Yeah, you're right. You're an idiot. Yeah, I just did all, <clears throat> losing my voice now. I did a whole diatribe di saying that I'm AM1. Yeah, tell, tell them something they don't already know. Okay. Oh man, I was in, I was getting in a good mood. I was gonna bring up some mummies, but I guess we'll have to stick with baseball since that's what this is. What? Come on, man. You ever, uh, you ever seen the movie The Mummy with Brendan Fraser, where he plays the Mummy? He doesn't play the Mummy. Brendan Fraser isn't the Mummy. No. Have you? I mean, have you seen it? No. Still in mummy. I'm still in mummy valor. My bad. But how how hilarious did he look in that whale movie? That's def that's. Yeah, can you not? Yeah, he looked hilarious. Yeah, I know. The yeah, when he wins the Oscar, he's all up there talking about being emotional. <laughs> all right, Brendan Fraser, the mummy. All right, dude. This is a great baseball podcast. I'm glad. I mean, I don't even think I can post this. This is ridiculous. Can I get, at least get some projection, projections for uh, what do you think the Astros are going to do the rest of the season? Have you paid attention at all? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely up on things. Well, first of all, I can tell you, just because I, I know people, that Jose Altuve is working on a mech suit. That would make him eight foot four, and uh, it's got some s secret weapons on it. And uh, he'll probably next year he'll he'll be wearing that. And uh, I don't know, that's pretty cool. So yeah, he's working on the mech suit. And then I also uh, I've got here's a, here's a breaking story for Astros fans. I've been told by one of my my little birds out there give give me secrets. That uh, Lance McCullers is revamping those uh, those horny herbal essence commercials, where the uh, ladies would just uh, make sexual noises, which was an insane thing to uh, to have as a commercial, but a very welcomed blessing for someone like me stuck while Laura's watching Guiding Light in her stories. To uh, yeah, just a nice thirty second uh, blessing for me. But yeah, he's revamping those, and uh, it's a big, big campaign, and his hair's looking great. And also, he'll, he'll pitch pretty good, too. And the Astros will win the World Series, and I will once again go into a deep depression about how my life could have been very different had I chosen that team as in Texas as my team rather than the, uh, the one up north. Uh, the, a new rule that I'm living by is if you're uh, the team name is uh, mentioned in a Toby Keith lyric, uh, it's probably not good. So, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the whole team is mentioned in uh, should have been a cowboy and uh, definitely not great. 
You don't hear Toby Keith talking about the Astros. But he, but he should have had a song called Should Have Been an Astro. So what, what, so why are the Astros named after the, uh, the Jetsons dog? Is there, what's the story behind that? I mean, I'm all for it. I, that's one, one of my favorite cartoon dogs, but for sure, but what's the tie-in with the city? Oh, I guess space and the, the Jetsons were in space. Okay, never mind. I'll, I figured it out. I always thought that was pretty cool. And then I, yeah, was trying to buy another team, and I, and I was gonna see if I could get them named name the Garfields. But uh, I don't know. I couldn't even get a meeting. So anyway, all right. Yeah, Astros will win the World Series. Uh, yeah, and then you yeah the the, the secret lies that you just made up. Yeah, those. Alex Bregman's. Uh, He'll move on from salsa into the uh, the drug. No, he's, no, he will not. He'll, he'll he's going to invent some sort of new way of hitting. It's called the Bregman method, and then future young baseball players will study it. And Dusty Baker joins a starts a blues band. Pretty tight. And uh, that's about it. Other than that, yeah, me and... Uh, I gotta get out of here because uh, me and Lil Wayne and 50 Cent are all... Uh, we're gonna go to dinner and talk about all the, how, how all the ops are... Oppin'. Player hating on us. Yeah, so you're going to hang out with Lil Wayne and 50 Cent. And, yeah, it's a weekly thing. We talk mummies. Talk ops. So yeah, you can find me in the club with a, a bottle full of probably a Pinot Grigio or Chardonnay, but yeah, I don't really like a sparkling, but yeah, anyway, you can find me in the club. Or uh, which one, uh, Lil Wayne, uh, you can yeah, either find me in the club or you can uh, lick my lollipop. No, I'm not going to do that. Touche. All right, um, great baseball talk. Yeah, I told you I'm a bat and glove guy. Not a war criminal. Friendly. Nice. And, uh, yeah, just trying to get back in the Lord's grace, good graces. Because I got apparently uh, some bad negative notches after uh, sleeping upside down in a hell cave with Dick Cheney. Apparently that's not too, uh, they're not too fond of that up in heaven. So, you live and you learn. All right, uh, Lima Time Time. You got the name right. That's, I guess. Want to thank all your wonderful listeners. Check out our podcast, uh, Webcast and Mass Discussions, and uh, check out my new prank show and my Mo Mummy Mo Problems podcast coming out pretty soon. And, uh, yeah. If you see Anubis chasing a mailman, just call the pound. Tell him the shirtless, dog-headed idiot is chasing the mailman again. And go, go Astros. Not a war criminal. I'd say a mission accomplished. I would not say that. 
can I, can I sign off? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, of course. Go ahead. I'm panicking again. Uh, toodaloo. Toodaloo? Yeah, yeah, I did panic. Bye, bye, bye. But not the NSYNC song. I'm saying goodbye. Goodbye. I'm not saying. It's not NSYNC. It's me, me saying goodbye. One, one, one more shot? Yeah, give me one more. Integer. Shit, shit. Cut that. Just 